Exciting. Hi, everybody. Isn't I'm Susan though? Rice. And I'm Art Krug with my buddy, here. Art Krug. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're <coughs> listening to Stop Me If I've Heard This. Don't change it. Don't stop. Don't push that end. Just keep listening. It's going to be a great episode. Yeah, right. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, even though I'm clearing my throat already. Already. Uh, well, it's because we just had a great breakfast. Susan made breakfast uh, for me and for our guest today. Well, we have a great guest today. Um, as soon as we... Let me get the... Let me get the muzzle off of him. Uh, <laughs> he's been take, he's been he's been tied up for about twenty four hours. So well, we're both a little excited because we haven't had a physical guest here in studio. Yeah, Susan's studio, her, her <laughs> dining, dining room. room. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's since before COVID. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We this don't know, kind of, uh, I don't know, how do, how do we do this? And this is the second, this is the I don't second remember. time. What do you do when you have someone in the room with you then? You, you talk directly to them, not to me. <laughs> okay, no, oh, I'm waiting. As soon as we know that. Okay. Okay, yeah, you go ahead. So you, w- this, is a, this is a guest we had on probably during COVID, I believe it was, mm-hmm. the first time, um, the first year, 20. The Zoom thing, the yeah. Zoom. And his, his episode exploded. Yeah, and one did. of the reasons was he's hysterical and he's very funny, but he also has this picture of his baby on his back, and he, it's just so cute. That's such a great picture. People just blew up about that picture. They love that picture. So we'd like to welcome my buddy and wonderful comedian, Travis Shears, with us today. Yes. Thank Hold you. On. Thank you for having me. I can remember which one it is. No, that's not <laughs> it. That's completely wrong. Hold on. There we there go. It is. Oh, applause. thank applause. you. Applause. Thank you. So glad I get that. I don't get it at home. That's well, the first thing you get was, huh? <laughs> that, that's what I get at home. Oops. I'm not a sound engineer. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Travis is up uh, from, down from Seattle. He did a, um, a great show last night here in Portland over at um, the Lucky Labrador on Quimby for yeah. buddy Joni Quinn. For um, spilt milk, right? It was a great show, great show, and he just blew it up. It was a wonderful. I'm ins- sure, I'm sure. I've seen Travis work, and I'm I'm no no surprise at all. Yeah, it thank was, you. That's very nice. And uh, you know, he well, he fits right in. He was you know one more white guy in Portland, and but he was really good. <laughs> he was a really good white guy. But one more mediocre white guy in Portland. That's uh, <laughs> that's what we do. Middle of the road, Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, and so. And he stayed with me, which is so strange. Yeah, you don't normally have any house guests. No, yeah. it's, there's a court order. <laughs> I'm sneaking it in. Under the, really, <laughs> you know, he hasn't noticed the bracelet on my ankle. Yet. Oh, I noticed. It's well, I slept with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for comedians' lack of asking, but Susan is very selective about who she would feel right. comfortable with having. In her own home. Well, well her you should have seen the background check I had to fill out. <laughs> I <didn't> believe it. <laughs> I believe it. It's uh, yeah. It's well, yeah. I don't. I just don't. I don't open it up to anybody because no, you know, only people that comedians. I know. Yeah. Well, poor Travis. <coughs> I'm. 
walking around in my nightgown this morning trying to figure out stuff and forgetting I had a house guest. <laughs> I gotta feed gotta... the squirrels. It's <laughs> 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 good. The knees going. God, it's like being with my grandma. I was like, this is exactly what I expected. <laughs> still, still a little weird, but exactly what I expected. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought the only the only criteria was you have to be able to fit on your couch, which I do. You do. You <laughs> I do. might be one of the only comics ever to be able to fill the couch. And that's probably why I said yes. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Travis Nelson. Yeah. How no. tall are no. you? No. Yeah. 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 No, anybody over over 5'11 is not going to do well yeah. on that couch. I think anybody over 5'8 is not going to do well on <laughs> that couch. It fits me. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. So, uh, and he's got another show tonight. Uh, where are you working tonight? Uh, Al's Den at the McMinimins. Is right. that what it's called? Downtown. It's called yeah. Al's. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So by the time this is released, they will have heard about it a little too late. It's, yeah, that's too bad for them. Shame. Yeah. It's, it's a great show, though. That's a low yeah. ceiling. Right. Love the low ceilings. Yeah. Right. Cool. I mean, just because for me too. You're in the basement. Yeah. I also feel taller when it's low ceilings. Yeah. Oh, I love nice those low ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Makes me feel normal. Yeah, I know. I, say, hey, Mary, man, I, I grew up with never having heard the phrase, watch your head. Nobody ever said that yeah. to me. They always said, you'll be in the front row for this picture. Yeah, and here's a step stool. Uh, that's what we have. We have, we have, at our house, we have, my wife is yeah. five feet. So we oh, have, wow. okay. we have like so five, six different step stools in our house. We have two in the, in the kitchen, just so yeah. if one of us is using one step stool, okay. we have another one open. Well, that makes me feel better. That's, there are no second shelves in his house. Oh, they are. My wife, I have demanded it. She did not want to make that an issue, but we just have the extra step shelves or the extra step is tools to do it. It's so but fun. it's not for everyday use, probably. Well, oh, you have a tagline, right? by the way. What's that? That I heard last night that you didn't. You something about bathroom sink. You were standing at the bathroom sink. Of course, I was on the steps. I was on my my daughter's. Yeah. You know how little kids have those steps? She has her own, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, because it's right after you do the bit about how tall you are. Yeah. So anyway, I just remembered that. Sorry, mm -hmm. I had to tell you. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was weird to be, I told Travis, because Joni kept asking if I wanted to go up. Oh. But how many comics? There were five comics with Joni? There were four of us. That's enough. Four of us. That's a show. That's right? a show. Yeah, that's a show. Yeah. And, um... She kept going, don't you want to do time? Don't you want to do time? And there's these big steps going up with no railing. Uh, and I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. right. But it was, it was weird. Right. It was weird. Yeah, I, I asked sitting her. Sitting at a show and I wasn't going up. When we were yeah, walking to the show, I said, a weird feeling. when was the last time you went to a show that you did not perform in? And she said, it's been a long time. <laughs> right. Except for the, you know, except for the. The festival. The festival, the last right, yeah. festival. Yeah, yeah uh, it feels weird, though, to, to, to be it's strange, just but, hanging out. But, you know, something after after the first act, which I really enjoyed, Kyle. He was wonderful. Yeah. Kyle Adams was great. He was good. Yeah, very good. Uh, really good. Yeah. And um, he had a little mic problem because oh. he was resting it on his chin. And right. I was going yeah. crazy. No, you know me. It's not a controller, razor. <laughs> controller, controller. <laughs> I'm going, don't rest the mic on your chin. Don't rest the mic on your chin. But anyway. Um, no, I see. I'm the complete opposite. I see somebody screwing up. I go, yep, his funeral. <laughs> Makes me look better. <laughs> that's great that you, you're the helper. Well, I don't you know. know? If I'm, the, I'm the judger is what I okay, am. Right, that seems, <laughs> helper, I was I'm trying to be put it in the kind you're very way. Kind, yeah, you're very kind. Uh, but anyway, um, but after, yeah. I think it was like I started to relax during Amanda, and then I didn't care. You know, mm. it was like. 
kept thinking I had to look at my phone to look at my set list. Yeah. I kept looking at my phone going, why am I looking at my phone? I don't, I don't have a set list. I don't have to, you know. And then, and then I just relaxed into it. I had my arms crossed, though, but it felt really bad because mm-hmm. my arms were crossed, but I was cold. Yeah. But I thought, don't uncross, uncross your arms, Susan. It makes you look like a judge. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I Last time I went to a show that I wasn't in was Gary Goldman right before COVID, yeah. oh. which was great. Yeah. Uh, right. It was a really oh, good great. show. I get my, it's funny. My wife, um, her friends, they don't, they don't come. Some of them come and they're, and they're really, really nice about it. They're gracious. But some of them invite us to shows right. that I'm not in. And they're like, oh, uh, why don't we come to this show? I've had that. Oh, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, why don't you come to one of mine? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, it's so uncomfortable, especially yeah. if it's like somebody who's not really. Gary Goldman, that's one thing. Oh, he's amazing. You yeah. Know, uh, but, you know, I even paid to see Maria uh, when she was in town. I, I paid to see Wanda. Right. Somebody of that caliber, yeah. But, yeah, if it's just one of your peers, yeah. you're like, well, Okay, uh, no, yeah. I, I think I, let me know how it goes. Right, of course, <laughs> I know all these people that they're going to see, and so mm-hmm. if it's if it's somebody that if I think it's not going to be a great show, I'm like, you should tell them to go. Just tell them to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just tell them to go. We'll we'll see. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me think. Tell me what you think. Right. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, that's awkward. That's uncomfortable. Then you get it, and then they'll tell a joke, and people will look over at you like, eh. yeah. And I'm four, right? We were we were worried that there wasn't going to be. I mean, you know, she only had like forty pre-sales for that show, right? And um, spilt milk has a huge. You know, they have that. She's got an email that any any producer in this town would die for. She's been at it for a while, and she's very efficient and smart. It's longer than nine years. It's got to be almost eleven years. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's she, great. She and Becky ran that show for a long time. Never had one piece of of press in this town. Nobody huh. ever mentioned it ever. It's funny, yeah. But we had, um, <coughs> but she worked great comics. That's and the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah bringing uh, good shows. And yeah. she <laughs> put it on in an area that had never had anything, as far as comedy goes, over in Multnomah Village. Yeah, that's right. where she started, and there, they come out, especially the gals. They that, they'll make a night of it. And come out and mm-hmm. have dinner. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they got money, you know. So, it, and so we had that last night. And guess what? There was two gals. She went over that. She wanted to know how they'd heard about it. She walked over to that table. I think you were doing something with your um, your camera. And she said, "Oh, I'm going to go find out how those girls heard about us because I I don't recognize them." So she walked over, and she said uh, they saw one of her flyers that she had put out. Mm. Uh, on the street because she canvassed over in Northwest Portland, and they said when they we saw that we went to the St. John's Comedy Festival and had the best time, mm. and that made me feel so good. Yeah, Joey right? came over and she goes, "They recognized you from the comedy festival." And I went, "Oh!" They said they went to that festival and had a great time, so they wanted to come here. I went, mm. "Perfect." That's yeah, that's what you want, right? Because then you can say, yeah. "And I'll take ten percent." No. Oh. <laughs> so, how much am I getting paid? So, anyway, yeah, but that made me feel good that, you know, it was that trickle down, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and on a Thursday night, Thursday night's a great night to do stand up in this town. I believe that. It's great. It's a great night to do comedy. Yeah, yeah I love, I like Thursday night shows. Yeah. They're really fun. Yeah. Usually you get people right before they're tired of the weekend. 
right? right? When they've when they've done all their stuff, they're they're ready for the weekend, so they're excited for it to happen. That's true. Or, yeah. Well, it's that it's a kind of a fold over from college because you always drank on Thursday nights. Oh, yeah, uh, I guess I don't remember that part of college. Oh, yeah. It's because you did it too much. I was a teetotaler in college. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was. <coughs> I don't know well, why. You made yeah. that port in comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started smoking weed after when I got into comedy. Right. Uh. And then quit. I didn't do uh, <coughs> anything at all. I, I, I went to Canada to, to watch comedians. I didn't go. All my friends, I, I went to college right on the border with Canada. Oh. And so everyone who was under 21 would go over into Vancouver to go drink. They even had like oh. Western Wednesdays. That's what they called yeah. them, like the bars would. I would go to go see com- comedians because I couldn't get in any bars. Wow. So that's what I did. That's I didn't cool. drink, but I went to go see comedy. Do you remember what club that was? Oh, I went all over because I would go see like I saw George Carlin at the Orpheum Theater. Oh, I would go God. to like the like big shows too. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. And I went to there's a couple of them. Um, oh. Go to New Westminster. No, I didn't go to that okay, one. They had a com- regular comedy club. Um, I went to the one. Is it was it wasn't in downtown Vancouver? It was like Yuck Yucks, I felt like. Yeah, yeah. yeah I went to Yuck Yucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, I went to that a lot. And uh, yeah. also, they did a really cool thing. A lot of, they, even back then, they were doing some really cool things and having and having theme shows and doing lax comic standing shows. And I went to a lot of them. I remember seeing Jim Brewer a few times um, um, down there and a couple, other, a couple other guys that were doing uh, last comic standing shows. Mm. You, know. you know, Canada. That's great. Great comic. Yeah. Great flipping comic. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Even when Art and I were coming up, they were they were they were five years ahead of everybody here. Mm. They were just great. Colin yeah. Quinn and uh, Colin um, Campbell. Campbell, yeah, yeah, right. and Harry Harry. Uh, Brilliant, yeah. Harry, anyway, um, <coughs> but uh, I was just gonna laugh at you because you, you said you you didn't drink. Do people often ask you what year you're on in, on your mission? <laughs> People do. People do wonder. They're like, "Oh, is it?" They always say. They try to. They're always like, "Is it religious?" <laughs> how old? How old are you? Thirty nine. But people, let me just explain, Travis. I'm gonna yeah. try to put a picture of him. If he could pull off twenty three in a heartbeat. Unless you're twenty three and looking at me, then no. you're like, "No, he's yeah, not twenty three." If you're at a college party, <laughs> no, you could pull up. You could pull your twenties. You could pull twenty off easily in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah, he's got this very youthful face because he doesn't drink coffee, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any, doesn't drink, drink. He's just yep. Yeah, I he's got he's got bonded shit in his basement though. I know there's something there. Something, there's there's something, a secret. Find something. No, there's I'll just have secret. a heart attack when I'm like 45. <laughs> That's probably because yeah. like all men, you hold it in. That's right. That's the way you're supposed to. Just yeah. hold it in. Tension right in the right middle there. of your chest. Put it right there. Right. Yep. Yeah. And then just let it explode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. But he's, yeah, he, so that's why his teeth are, he, I kept no. asking him if he wanted coffee. Because I don't drink coffee. I go, oh, that's why your teeth are so white. <laughs> 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 you know, but um, yeah. Uh, I can't have my teeth be darker than my skin. That would just be weird. Yeah, you are, you, are, you are truly a white guy. Yeah. You are really a white guy. But that's okay. You know, you, 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 get, you got to go with what you have. Yeah. So um, he's been tearing it up. He works with our buddy Chris Larson, who's been on our show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's moving up. I mean, he's... How long is... You and I have been working up in Bremerton together probably for the last... Six years? No. Five I, years? Yeah. 2018 is when I really started. 18? 2018. Yeah. 
Okay. So, and then two years off. Well, and not, then not quite two years. Year and a half off. Yeah. 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 Well, you've, but <coughs> you've got, uh, you, you, we can tell when somebody's been at it a year, whether or not they get a chance of doing well in comedy. And you, you, just seeing you for the first time, you're like, okay, he gets it. Not only do you get premises <laughs> and comedy writing, you have a likability on stage that you can't train into someone. Thank so, you. That's very nice. Well, well, and he started differently than we did. Tell yeah. us about how you, how you. I say that because I know in a few years you're going to pass me up, and <laughs> and I'm going to be calling you for gigs. So I'm saying in the next I two weeks tell. you're going to be calling. <laughs> two in weeks. In yeah. the next two weeks. Um, okay, but you know, you and I started open mics. Yes, we did. And we were unencumbered. How did you start? I could never do that. That would be... Tell our audience why. Uh, I don't know. I'm not the type of person that will go out and try something on a whim. Um, but you love comedy. You but I comedy. I always thought I loved it, and I always wanted to do it. I always thought I'd be terrible at it, to be honest. <laughs> I thought I'd be one of those people, like, I'd get up and I'm like, isn't this funny? And they'd be like, no, it's not. And I'd be like, all right, I gotta home. I'm going to go home. <laughs> um, I needed to know. I knew that there were ways, that there were obvious things. Things that you that would help you become funny if you learn them, right? There are techniques, there are joke writing techniques mm -hmm, that you could yeah, use. And I needed, yeah. so I took a class to do that. I actually took it twice because with Peter Gray, who was a who was a local comedian, and he's retired now. I took his class twice. Um, I really liked. I really needed. I felt like I really needed to know. And it, I was right to be honest, because we did like this thing. Part of the class was the first time you do the class. Like he's like, okay, write some things. And then come up and perform them in front of the class. Right. Yeah. And I wrote, and I had all this shit written down. And I walked up there, and I'm like, "This is gonna be great." And it was just awful. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, "Well, this is exactly what I expected. I don't know why was it, it was gonna be you any were different." Performing for the other students. Yeah. See. I mean, there's that too. You don't, you don't really know that when you're starting that they're they're not yeah. thinking about you at all. They're thinking about how shitty they're gonna be <laughs> when they yeah. go up there. But, yeah. but yeah. yeah uh, right. So I took that, and then um, <laughs> I did a couple. And then once I did the class twice. The first time I did, I thought I was gonna do their do their show, and it was gonna. And no matter how I did, I was gonna be over with. But then I, it was a good experience, so I did it again, mm -hmm. thinking that if I if I actually thought that I improved it all, I would try an open mic after that, right. and that's what I did. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't. You couldn't work comedy like most people. Tell oh yeah. Them, tell them why. Oh, is that what you, that was what you were getting well, that at? Was what okay. I was getting at because because. <laughs> I, I'm and I'll, I'll tell you why I asked you that. Go ahead and tell. Okay. Them, tell, tell yeah, them. I mean, I got I have young kids. I have um, now they're they're seven and three. When I started, we only had one, um, and you can't. I could not justify to my wife that I'm going to leave the kid, you and the kid, at home to go to an open mic where uh -huh. I won't get paid and I might not even get to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. i could not do that so i had to find ways yeah. to either guarantee that i was gonna do it or get paid and guaranteed i was gonna do it um which is a very hard line to walk and it's actually i'm actually kind of surprised well, i was able leap. to pull it off that's amazing yeah and, yeah. and he and he had enough time he got more time than most people sure uh -huh. doing uh open mics uh how did you find chris I found him through Peter, actually, through the class. They oh, had, they were good friends, and at that point, uh, Peter was still doing a few things with Chris, and so he would bring people along. And we're talking about Chris Larson. Chris Larson, yeah. And uh, I went to the Clearwater Casino for my first gig with Chris oh my and God. Peter, which is a room. crazy room. Yeah, because it it's huge, and it has like a rock, a rock stand, a rock stage that is taller than me. Yeah, and you're like. 
15 feet away from the first audience member. Yeah. And I remember it was, it was pretty good until the end when I forgot my closer and, and I just, and I said, that's it. I'm done. I can't. And I, and I I was like, I forgot my closer and everybody laughed and I walked off and, uh, that's almost endearing us. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I ended the show up there though. (laughs) <laughs> remember, but it's kind of at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm done too. Yeah, see, we're both on trajectories. Yeah. Well, that's so. But Chris saw something. He he did. I mean, I don't know if he did the first time because he had. He, there he were four of us. There there were yeah. four of us that went with Peter for this yeah. show that he was doing. Or that he was closing, I think. And he, Chris said, well, I have three business cards. And he handed them out to the other three comics. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, no. But he, so, he like, he, he basically with... gave them all the rose. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> he was, he was, they got the rose. And, yeah. and, you, and you, got, you, got, you got to take the ferry home. And I was like, I totally get it. I, nobody else here that forgot their closer. Have to say goodbye to <laughs> so, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got every... Once he left... Everybody was like, you did great. I was like, thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so great. Not great enough for a two by three piece of paper. I don't remember any of it. So that's great. Yeah. But then he just, he must have seen something. Yeah. You started, yeah. Right. you started working for him. And it's been a mutually good thing. I'm sure because, you know, you always get the, you're a great kind of a welcomer. I mean, you're, you're a solid act. You don't need to be an MC all the time. But as an MC, that's Thank a hard you. thing to do. Get up and just get them all focused and laughing and get them started from scratch. Yeah. And he's lucky he's had you on all these shows. And it's great that he's brought you on now. As well, we were talking about because Chris used to get up and tell, yeah. I'm going to do five minutes and then you do 20 yeah, right. yeah. In, at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. then he'd bring Trav up and, yeah. and then... And Trav would get that, he'd get the cadence, you'd get the comedy cadence going mm, so that people mm-hmm. got used to listening sure. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of just and, crowd uh, work, yeah. But um, he's now, Chris is pulled way back because he has you. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like he just gets up and says, thanks for coming, blah, blah, blah. Here's yeah, what we're doing. Right. And then he brings Trav up. But Trav's been closing for him now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, um, he, yeah. And it's, um, and uh, why don't you tell Art you're going to, Tell Art what you've been doing. Travis has only been doing this since ni- 2018, and whether that so that's four, six. Well, do we count COVID? Four years. So f- yeah, so it's really yeah, two four, a little more than four. Yeah, so well, almost half. five now, almost yeah. five, right? Almost five, so yeah, right? you take two, uh, you take two, a year and a half out. Yeah, and he's exploding. Tell Art what you've been doing because I I've been talking to him all morning about it. So we uh, a, a uh, another comedian, uh, a friend of mine uh, named Mark, Mark Moreno. From, we both live in West Seattle. We started this company called Cozy Comedy, which is on my shirt right now. Oh, that's cool. Um, we we it started with just one show in West Seattle because there's no there's no shows. There's nothing in West Seattle. Yeah. There's the beach. There's Seattle's only beach, right? With sand, all the rest of them have rocks, <laughs> and Seattle's <laughs> only beach with sand, and then that's it. That's all there is to do in West Seattle. Ah. Um, so I wanted to do a show where I didn't have to drive, you know half hour an hour to go do right and so we started this one and it is sold out every show wow and this last show we had gabe rutledge as our as our uh, headliner and keep selling it out with guys like that yeah well that's that's our that's our goal is to have real headliner like is to is to kind of we can talk about that but like that one sold out three weeks in advance we were well you sold a ton of tickets i did it in august yeah and after that show you sold they sold almost you know uh 
quarter of the room right. that night. They, yeah. People bought tickets for the next people show. People buy tickets. We keep, we keep so things great. on the tables and people can buy, buy tickets before they leave. And that's, wow. I think, one of the things that helps that's us. smart, yeah. But that's sort of our model is to just, is to bring in all the headliners that people see, can see from across the coast. But they don't want to go into downtown Seattle. Right. Yeah, they right, don't want right. to park up on, on, up on Capitol Hill or they don't, you know, it's... It's it's that little con- conclave of Seattle that's never been touched. Yeah, it, which is rare. Yeah, yeah, right. We're so. actually we're actually doing two shows there now. We're starting a second one that is an audition show. For we now have seven venues in the Seattle area um, that are that are doing monthly shows, and we are now we're doing a show. We're doing an audition show for people that we haven't seen because we realize that there is a whole group of people, not just in Seattle, but in Portland, too, that we haven't seen. Right. Um, and I don't have time to go see them. So we're, we're having people come and audition at a show in West Seattle that is not as, uh, it's not as expensive to go to. And we know that, it, that people are not getting headliners, at, but you know, we still obviously charge because you need to charge for comedy shows. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, what? what? How's that supposed to work? Yeah. And, um, there's sort of a feeder and we kind of like, and we're, and we've talked to a few people about it. We're just starting it this month. And pe- yeah. some people who have gone to our shows in the past are really excited. They're, f- they're comedy fans yeah. and they want to see what it's like. They want to see com- comedians who aren't as polished and as solid as the ones that they see at this, at our other normal shows. Right. And they want to see how it works. But, yeah, and also yeah. it, the process to people is sometimes really, ex- is really curious they're very yeah, curious about the intrigued. process mm-hmm. what if we see the next ellen degeneres coming up sure you know what if we see you know if they find somebody they really like and watch them grow that's it, that was what happened with kermit because mm. kermit when he started out was this young kid going to the university of washington kermit appeal yeah, kermit yeah. appeal yeah. and um it just you know he People would come out c- because he was interesting. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then, you know, you can they they kind of especially if they're comedy aficionados, you know, that's so that's really a great idea. Yeah, that, that you're doing. Thanks, we're really excited about it. It's it's grown a lot. It's obviously come with its new with new headaches and challenges, but um, it's fun to do and it's different than doing comedy, right? Like it's so different having it be a real like business and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I so. don't want you to lose. I don't want you you to lose the performance end of your career. No. Oh God. Yeah. Don't lose that. Also, you know, yeah. and I think when you produce shows like that, it gives you a perspective uh, that's different as a comic. When you start approaching other producers, you start understanding what they need yeah. from you instead of just, I need work. It's just, here's what I can bring to the table. Here's right. why you should hire me. And you understand that it is a business and it helps you as a performer as well in the end. Yeah. Well, and he's, you asked me this last night. Well, I don't know how it came up if about producing and performing on the same show. Uh-huh. It's hard. To, for, to me, it's really hard. I like it actually. Yeah, I like that. like that. But that's also not why I got into it either. I no. did not I did not decide to produce shows so I could have more stage time. I don't think that that's the way you want to do it because I think if you do that um, you you sacrifice on quality for the audience. And you sacrifice right. on experience for yourself working with different audiences. Right. But here again, he's attempted a comedy career at a different pace because he's got small children, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's got a family, and you you know this is about you being able to do what you love and be home. 
right too yeah you know and have be accessible to your kids right and i that is the hardest thing you know it, it can be a real career killer um having to raise a family you have to make some hard choices you have to you know dwight slade when he when i first had my son liam he was like you know i have to tell you because his kids were already like teenagers and yeah. about to move out he's my biggest regret in life is that when they were young kids i wasn't around to really appreciate and experience that with them he said if, if i could somehow do it all over again that's the one thing i would do differently you know because dwight was just on the path you know he was work 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 well work. and his mm. and, and <clears throat> well and his he, his wife was going to college yeah right during that time so really? yeah he was i mean i took that school. to heart okay. and i did spend a lot more time with my son and i i'm super glad i did because now he's moved out <clears throat> and that time won't be back again yeah you know so, so yeah i i admire the way that you're doing this i think it's oh, really thanks. a yeah. smart way of doing it and that it, it you're you are an example of how to do it if you if you run into comics that are just getting married and you know trying to figure out how they're going to juggle that because as you know when you're in love and you're going to get married even if you've been together and he's been doing or you, she's been doing stand up you know for a few years it's still very romantic it's a romantic kind of a thing it's like oh we're we're you know we're not doing the normal thing we're you know we're pioneers we're doing this together but when it gets real when there's babies crying and everybody's up you know feeding at two two o'clock in the morning and changing diapers and stuff you gotta just get i mean you have to have there's got to be a plan there's got to be a yeah. you know a, a, a real true through line that you know how to do it and this is really an amazing way that you're doing it yeah i, admire it. I mean like it, it, there's a lot of luck involved with it right like if first of all if chris weren't if I didn't somehow meet up with Chris, I would probably wouldn't be doing it anymore. I don't know if it would have been sustainable to try to keep going for me. But also with my wife, Danielle, I don't, she's been so supportive. Yeah. I can't, yeah. not everybody can be that supportive. Can be lucky enough to have somebody that's that supportive. But you guys too. had been right. together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's just no matter how marriage is hard to begin with, let alone put, other you know other things on top of it mm -hmm. so because i when i was married <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah because right. i'm the expert yeah. you know but anyway she said well she, I, I i appreciate your view because you get to see everyone and be like that shit looks hard yeah, right. <laughs> it, i know it is i know i've been through too many friends with divorce right that's like how i look at like yeah. rock climbing i'd be like this look at other people doing it be like that shit looks hard no i'm thanks. happy with them doing it. Yeah, yeah right <laughs> squirrel yeah. suits i'm not gonna do that either yeah. well, i love watching it you know and I, when well what's the first thing i ask you about Catherine when you finally found Catherine? um i don't remember is, it, is she funny no, I asked her, I asked you, does she understand you? Does she get it? Oh, does she get it? it? She yeah, get that's it. what I mean. Does she have a sense of humor? Yeah. It, no, but does she get what you do and does she get it? Oh, I, mean, I see. she oh, gets right. it. You know, no, it's a remember. real big thing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, she's a freelancer, so she got that. The work can be up and down and you're always hustling and you're always worried that things won't be coming the next month. Mm -hmm. So she understood that already right. and that helps. That has Huge, helped yeah. a lot. 
Yeah, his, yeah. his first one, when we first, his first marriage. Yeah. Oh, we met her. And How'd that one turn out? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I'm still married to her. Catherine, but the first one was yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Because we met her <coughs> for the first time. We all had lunch with her in L.A. And, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody was on their best behavior. I will say that. Everybody oh, yeah, was right. on, okay, dial it back, everybody. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to scare her. You know, this is arts. This is mm-hmm. he loves He's her. Gonna get know? married. Yeah. But all all of us walked out <laughs> yeah. of that restaurant. Went this bitch does not understand him. She doesn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. I was killing <clears throat> us. He was just killing us at the table. We were just dying laughing, and <laughs> she was just sitting there like, huh? 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 <laughs> and we went, oh my yeah, she, god. She she didn't get the Simpsons. Okay. Oh. So that's how lonely that marriage was <laughs> for eight years. <laughs> really? That's, that's a lonely feeling. If you get someone you don't connect with on a yeah. funny level, boy. And it was best for the both of you when it ended because she it probably was. found somebody that she did She did, yeah, understand. just before it ended. He had a she gun found somebody, yeah. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's why yeah. it's so nice that, to see you and Danielle. And she's, she's a pistol. His wife is a pistol. Yeah. She's... The grass doesn't grow under her feet. She's she she gets in and gets dirty with it. Yeah, she, I've been shot a lot. Yeah, she's yeah. she's she's <laughs> she's working the room. She's making sure things uh-huh. are done. She's uh-huh. like, you know, oh, I want you to meet so and so, and she's like, she's she's a social butterfly. It's just uh, great, that's and great. it's it's uh, it takes the pressure off of him to do that. You just do your other stuff. Yeah, and she and doing this whole business thing has sort of legitimized it all for her too. Um, it's been not that she wasn't supportive for, before because she really was, but now she's like, now she's a part. She's of it. telling me to do things so in the business. I guess I missed the part. It's yeah. she's your business manager. She's my manager. Your manager <laughs> in general. <laughs> she just manages yeah. everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. She's she's. She's my supervisor. That's that's how mm-hmm. we'll put it. Yeah. That's so, cute. <laughs> so they're just cute as a button together, and yeah. they have these adorable children that crack me up. Your your conversations on Facebook. He's Travis Shear on Facebook. Everybody and his he does these conversations with. Well, he sh- you started with Parker at five when she was five years old. You started posting yeah. those. Four, maybe. Even. Maybe four. She maybe was, four. She's yeah. so articulate. It's so funny. Yeah. And she's. A little grown up. She, she's something else, yeah. And her her sister's so different. Um, her sister and the older one wants to be a grown up so badly. the The younger one loves being a kid, which is which is so interesting. Um, the younger one really enjoys like the the things that you can do when you're a kid that you can't do. She's not waiting to do more things. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she'll like run in. And she's total ham. She'll like run into the room. Like she came in a couple of days ago and she was, and she just yelled at me. My sister's not allowed to copy me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she's like, that means she can't be cute. Just ran oh, off. God. That was it. <laughs> like smiled and then ran off. <laughs> like she knew what she was doing. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. three years old. She knew that that was funny. And then she ran away. Like she right. enjoys that. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. She's, That's uh, advanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, oh, yeah. God. they're both just fun. And uh, and everybody says, and you've heard this a million times, enjoy it while you have it. Everybody says that because you blink, it's over. And it's hard to remember that when they're screaming yeah. and pooping 
and barfing and, and ruining your sleep. I was like, oh, it's not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep promising that. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be dragging out. What are these things that I'm supposed to enjoy? <laughs> when you spend but every living weekend you know at somebody's birthday party. Oh, man. Here's, a, here's a phrase that you should think about now. You only get 18 summers with them. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So and you think don't even about get that, that. 18. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably true. You might true. not even get that 18. You probably you get, get my 15, 18. yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, you do kind of have to relish that because it's, it's the most, uh, you know, uh, everybody knows. I don't have to explain I, I don't fatherhood understand. to you. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's fine. There's a great uh, uh, thing on uh, Hulu now about fatherhood that has a lot of uh, uh, celebrities on there talking about their kids, Keenan Thompson and... Uh, God, I wish my memory were better, but um, it's produced by someone. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> not robots. I, I don't. Why we don't do a trivia show? I don't want to oh, toot my horn, but you know, I'm the hostess with the mostest. Yeah. So last night after we hit the donut store, thank you. Came home after the show. We hit. We went to the donut store. We went to the other show, and then we went to the donut store. We came back. And here I have this young man in my house, and I'm supposed to entertain him. So we go into the TV room, we turn on the TV, and we we ended up watching Martin Short and Steve Martin's special. Oh, you can't lose, right? Was, have you, had you seen that? So good, yeah. Uh, had you seen it? No, I hadn't. Oh God, what I a tried treat. to. We yeah. were in uh, Vegas or New York, or New York, one of the two. I was with a bunch of friends, and I tried to convince them to go, and yeah. they were like, "Why would we want to go see those guys?" Oh. Wow. You know, they're not right. comics. They don't know. And I was like, because they're going to be funny. And just trust it's me amazing. on this. amazing. We went to go see some Cirque du Soleil or something Did instead. Did they know who Steve Martin Yeah. I mean, like, all, everybody, I, I I mean, if you haven't seen Three Amigos, I don't want to talk to you. So, like, know. they know. But I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is, and they talk about, that was when they first met, was Three Amigos. Oh, and, and, uh, yeah. And uh, they were going to do the... I want to say that I want to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. they were gonna. The opening was happen, happening at Grumman's in in L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the director and the producer called uh, them all and said, "Listen, we want you to show up at the opening in in your outfits, you yeah. know, with the with the you know the boleros and the hat and the whole thing." So uh, they called. The day before was it? The day before the, the no, opening? Was it that earlier in the morning. Yeah, the mor- earlier in the morning. Yeah, the morning of the, and they said you don't have to wear the outfits. But they told Steve and Chevy, and they said we'll call Martin and tell him. And they, they didn't. Did, they didn't, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell him. So he shows up in full full costume, and these guys are just killing him. So they're in tuxedos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that is such a comic fucking thing to do. Yeah. I love that so much. Uh, <laughs> that made me laugh. But um, yes, that is such yeah, a Yeah, they're, they're magical. They're just it was absolutely so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like their show, their their TV show that they have on Hulu. The, you like the, it? I love that show. Only Murders. Oh, Only Murders, murders in the Building. building. Yeah. He, Steve Martin, gets me to laugh more than almost anybody out loud. Uh, I don't yeah. laugh out loud a lot, right. but he does. He does. Some he of does. his off-the-cuff, just random. Well, and they found the perfect... Um, uh, young person? Well, young person, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Selena Gomez, Gomez. Yeah. yeah. Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. She's hysterical. She can be very funny, too, yeah. yeah. And she's, mm-hmm. just, she's just that biting edge that they both need, you know? Yeah, right. To, but, and, and Nathan um, Lane. Nathan Lane's good, too. Unbelievable. It's a great show. Hey, yeah. a, who Somebody... 
was burning them at the Emmys, uh, saying um, watching that show is like watching um, Lady Gaga has to take care of two. Is it Mel Torme? No, no. I can't remember. See, God, see I haven't I heard that. Damn it, my brain. Yeah, I know, I know. It was, yeah, I that don't was have good, Alzheimer's. That was. I don't have dementia. Oh, it's not, it's I just forget <laughs> shit constantly. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. It's I, early. I haven't had that much coffee yet. I told him. I told him I, mm. when I did this reunion. One of the best lines I heard the whole time. I was listening to people talk, and one of my yep. friends that I knew from kindergarten all the way through. Great guy. He's an attorney. Brilliant guy. I heard this a bit of a conversation. He was sitting there talking to friends. He goes, I just really hate walking into a room and not remembering why. (laughs) 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 I thought that if I was performing at that reunion, that would be my opening line. Yeah. Why am I here again? That that sounds like a Joan Rivers thing. That sounds like something she would say. It's Mm -hmm. but it's so true. Right, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Tony Bennett. That's it. <laughs> oh, Lady Gaga, because he said it's, Tony Bennett does yeah, with all that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Delayed trivia game. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Time release trivia. And that, he pounded on the table. I made a point of pounding hard. I love it. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, right. yeah, that's a great show. So It uh, is a great show. It's got great chemistry. Anything with those two in it, and then add somebody like with her charm and mm-hmm. personality, you can't. How can you lose? I, 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 he, well, and Steve make, Martin's producing it. And then, yeah. I think they're both producing They both are. They both are, yeah. Yes, all, right. all three of them are now, actually. She is oh, a producer, too. Really yeah. Uh-huh. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a it's a huge hit for uh, Hulu. It's, it's uh, yeah. We Hulu's go, and put, we, putting out good stuff. Yeah, Man, they have some good stuff. One show after another. Reservation Dogs, if you haven't seen it, uh, which is, is produced, uh, oh, I've heard produced by Taika Waititi, and it has his kind of stamp of just warm-hearted quirkiness I heard it was it's just really, really good, good writing a really it. interesting show yeah I have to watch it yeah they yeah. also have the bear on Hulu the bear which is right oh yeah. it's so good yeah that one yeah, is one that everybody was buzzing about mm-hmm. yeah um, oh yeah yeah <clears throat> I uh see and I had a point that I was going to bring up and then we brought that up and now oh. I'm gone um yeah anyway. seem to, I seem to do that a lot to you <laughs> uh, it takes no time it takes no, nothing yeah. so do I. squirrel uh <laughs> Somebody sent a picture of the reunion to us that they uh-huh. in the, the class everybody took they took those big pictures of everybody that attended the reunion mm-hmm. and they had people on the, you know pe- they wanted me to get down on the floor I said uh-huh. not without a spotter and uh, <laughs> I go I'm not getting on anybody's floor nope that's not gonna work out but anyway the, they she sent me the picture and it was just like it was a photo of elderly ADD ADHD or ADD because nobody. <laughs> Everybody's looking up. Nobody's looking at the camera. People are talking. It's like, didn't somebody say, look at the camera? <laughs> it's hysterical. And I'm just the worst. I'm worse. I'm talking to a friend like this. I'm looking down at her, and she's looking up at me. Well, like, that's more accurate, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I go, this is the class. <laughs> Everybody's doing their own thing. Yeah. Old people trying to take a photo. Uh, right. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um, so, have you performed up in Canada yet? Have you? No. Yeah, it's hard. I hear it's, it's a nightmare. It's so harder now. to it's do. Hard, yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard that. What, yeah, what have you heard? It's just uh, the paperwork. The paperwork. Yeah. Oh, really? It's and then you might not even work. get in. I hear too. Really? Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. I got. I think I was one of the last comics. I mean, I have friends with John Wing. I read mm-hmm. John Wing, uh, who is a Canadian. Works okay. up there all the time. He can get in and out, but 
Yeah. Huh? Is yeah. it just be? I wonder what the, it's just they closing off the economy or they want to protect their I'm work? I'm not or? sure. I, I just know it's know very pr- work protective. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. When I did the I did the Women's International Festival, March of um, twenty. Mm-hmm. And I got out just before we did that last show. Oh. And I, I got out two days before that. Well, three days before the, the country shut down. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, you know, it was like, I got to get out of here because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to close the borders and they're going to close these borders. And um, but getting into that country that I had to fill out. Oh, I had a ton of paperwork to fill out and and to submit by a certain amount of time, and and I didn't get one of them in by that date, and I had to fax and and overnight and all kinds yeah. of stuff. It just cost me a ton of money to get the paperwork in. Yeah. And then they wrote me a check in Canadian funds, and it took another three months to get my money. <laughs> but anyway, it, so you're telling me I need to go to Canada? That's what you're telling well, me. I I was wondering <laughs> if they I would was wondering because it's you know it's right there. Yeah. I mean, you know. Just pop over to Vancouver, because um, it's such great. There's there's great mics. There's great shows up there. Yeah. So. There's also in Victoria. I'd like to go there. There's a couple of places there. There's a good Victoria. club there. Oh, Art oh good. I, Art and I have yeah. history in Victoria. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, we've done shows there for sure. There used to be a Yuck Yucks over there, and there used to be a guy named Stu Scott that was kind of a free and easy, freewheeling. Stu and Danny. Stu and Danny. Yeah, they'd, they'd run you on these tours through little towns where they didn't want Americans you know, there. Comox and Nanaimo. Stage and from the stage, go home. That was <laughs> not Drop good. Drop the wagon. <coughs> Small towns. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> Drop the wagon. <coughs> there there was a show in Comox, B.C., where they had a huge stage wagon over the stage. No, it was a like, Calistoga. You, yeah, okay, it, right. Yeah. So, like, s- suspended over the stage. It was a dance floor was the it stage. Was, it was been a, it was been a ice rink. Right, okay. It was, and that's how... And that's they would just boo you. Wow. They would just hate you. And they would sit on the periphery. So and then if they, they didn't like you, they'd go, somebody drop the wagon! <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like Canadian gong show, huh? It yeah. was. <laughs> I, I was like, I, they, were, they were yelling, drop the wagon on me. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was scared to death. Yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> I got left in a strip club by a couple comics after they gave me 222s. Did they? <laughs> oh, 222s, yeah, the, Legal I had, speed. I had. <coughs> well, it was no, codeine was, and caffeine was, together. I was, I was just done. I did a couple of those one time up there with, uh, nobody knows these guys, but Boats Johnson and the Newcomer Brothers. Old names from a long time ago. And we did uh, the 222s and some pear cider, alcoholic cider, you know, which wasn't popular here. Hadn't even been heard of here. And we did a few of those. And Boats was 6'3", maybe. Yeah. And big framed, and I was not. And I got so sick that I had to dry heave so bad that I <clears throat> burst all the capillaries in my face, and I had a Smurf face for like two weeks later. Oh, no. I had a purple face. Oh, <laughs> my God. We had to go back across the border. I have not. Oh, oh, swear to God. The, oh, yeah. It was dangerous. I was like just screaming at the toilet, just, ah! You know, and like a drop would come out. Oh, <laughs> That my was God. for an hour. Not good. No, and then so the border guard good. actually coming back through, he goes, you guys, what was your person? Okay, how long? And he goes, oh, and what's with him? <laughs> <laughs> he looks suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> He's an alien, never mind. I was, yeah. I was. Uh, That's my, you say 222s, it all comes rushing back. I was, Hopefully not all the way. <laughs> the spring of 84, <laughs> I got in in 83. This, the following spring, I'd been in it for about a year. 
I did my first tour of Canada. And I went with Jeb Fink yeah. and Lee McKay. Okay, that's party right there. And these are, you know, Jeb Fink's as is he's a, big up he's there. He's a star. He moved up there. He was yeah. from the Seattle area. He settled up in uh, Calgary. Yeah, no, he, Vancouver. Yeah, he li- yeah Calgary. He had, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I'd never crossed a border. I had all my I had all my ID yeah. and everything. I was ready to go. Did a Brent booked it, and we went up there and um, we had. Uh, and Jeb was being very nice to me, and he was mm-hmm. driving. He had his own TV show by then. He was hosting a TV show. Who? Jeb. In the, by 84? Oh, uh, oh no, no, by then, yeah. No. And so yeah. we were all going up to do this this run, and um, we get, we're almost to the border, and Lee McKay yells, pull over, pull over, pull over. And Jeb looks at me and goes, what do you have? What? And, and he's looking for a garbage can. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And he's got a ton of crap on him. He's got pot, mm-hmm. pills, and all this mm-hmm. stuff on him. And I'm going, my eyes just, I'm in the backseat just going, oh, shit. We're going to jail. You know, and then he mouths off at the border guard. Oh, God. And yeah. calls him Sparky. Oh, okay. And. Just hand me the handcuffs. I'll yeah, put them on myself. Yeah, get, yeah, get did, he, did he take get, all the drugs instead of throwing them away? Is he, that why? He threw them <laughs> away. He did throw them away. Uh, because Jeb says, man, you are not getting me arrested. I have kids. Yeah. You know, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And I'm in the back just calling him every name in the book. I was so mad. He's yeah, such a right? misogynist piece of shit. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. so he um, threw that away. But we got up there and we got to the border and he called the guy Sporky. And the guy, border bar, guy goes, get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. We were at that border for three hours. Yeah, right. And <coughs> they were going through every inch of Jeb's car. Mm-hmm. They went through all our luggage. They went through everything. Right. And Lee started mouthing off again. Mm-hmm. Jeb pulled him by the back of the collar, and he says, we need to go outside. And the guy goes, okay. And he just, he almost punched him in the face mm-hmm. and said, you got to shut the hell up. Yeah. I'm not going to jail, you know, because you've got a bad mouth, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah. And then the whole time up there, I was so miserable. Mm. It, Jeb just kept saying, are you okay? <laughs> I said, if he calls out to one more woman from the car, mm. I'm going to yeah. strangle him from the back seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just, I was done. But, um, yeah. uh, but that was, those shows were, they took me my first, the first strip club I'd ever been in. Oh. I mean, in the afternoon. <laughs> well, of course, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's when I took the 222s because I had cramps. Okay. Oh, they'll take this. This will help you with the cramp. Okay. So then I had that yeah. and a beer. Uh-huh. I'm going, I can do that better. I can do that better than you do it. I can do it so much better. Watch me do this. And they, they had a good time. I okay. Was, I'll never live that down. But, yeah. yeah. Canada Canada was It used to be the Wild West, man. Yeah, it was the Wild West. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Canada. I it is like. brought to you by <laughs> Molson's Beer of the Canadians. But I'll tell you, they have great audiences. And I, it's too bad that yeah. you can't go up there now as much as... Yeah. And they can't come down. It's real hard for them to, yeah, to work bad, down here, too. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, uh, so you're you how many you have sh- you have seven shows going or you just seven shows yeah you do have seven shows seven shows and they're monthly and they're monthly one of them is seasonal though one of them is Eastern Eastern Washington right okay yeah and we're really gonna have it we're gonna have it monthly when the warmer months 
That makes sense. Because it gets so cold. Eastern and Washington, what city? Well, it's actually, it's called Crescent Bar. It's a resort. Nobody's really heard of it. Huh. It's it's a resort that's in, it's an island in the middle of the Columbia River. Huh. It's wow. right by the gorge in George. Okay. It's like 15 mile, oh, 15 right. minute drive. You have to go down the canyon to get to this island. Huh. And I grew up there. I, I mean, I didn't grow up there, but my summer, I spent summer, a bunch of summers, my grandparents had a, that used to be just a trailer park. Right. With a golf course next to it. Uh-huh. Um, and then now it has blown up to like there are million dollar houses there. It's beautiful. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, Kermit Apio came uh, with, sure and we did a show yeah. just just a week ago there. And he's, I mean, he's been all over the place. He's like, I never even knew this place existed, and it's so great. And the crowd was great. Yeah. How did you hear about that? What's that? Crescent Bar. How did you? Well, hear it's, about I, 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 this is where we, it's where we uh, spent vacations together. Yeah. My, is that right? Yeah. Oh, did you say that? Yeah, my yeah. grandparents had a place there. Danielle's the grandparents, my wife's grandparents had a place there. Um, my wife and I have known each other since we were kids. We spent time, uh, we, we would hang out as kids over there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful. It's really nice. Imagine, and we'll have to get yeah. you guys out there. Yeah. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're hopefully going to do a uh, two-nighter. We're going to do two-nighters in the summertime there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. nice. So. Yeah. That's the whole weird. I've been yeah. up and down the gorge a thousand times. Never been there. I've yeah. never I've heard been of to it. George. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. like, you wouldn't even see it. No. Because yeah. it's right next to the, the canyons yeah, there. Yeah, it wouldn't occur to you. Yeah. But even when before you just described what it's become million dollar houses, I thought, oh, I bet that's just a beautiful area. Being on an island in the river. Right yeah. It's really oh, nice. I can imagine. Yeah. 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 It's, it's grown now. It's got two golf courses and, yeah. and like three different developments of yeah. condos and houses and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and then you have. Um, and we've got we've got shows up in. Uh, we've got shows in Seattle. We have f- four of them inside Seattle. And then we have some around Seattle, too. In Seattle proper. Not in Seattle like proper. I'm doing my October yeah. 1st for you at. At the what's the name of the place? That we're it's doing? called uh, it's called Cold Cut Comedy. It's at a sandwich shop in uh, <laughs> right across from Seattle U and Capitol Hill, um, which is really nice. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, we have, we'll be there. We'll be there on October first. October first. Yeah, nice. Saturday. And they can get tickets at um, at cozycomedy.com? Yeah, at cozycomedy.com. All of our shows are there. And I'll be there. Yeah, and you'll be there. It's it's gonna be a blast. It is. We have a really good lineup. So. Um, Vanessa Don will be there too. Oh, she's like, great. Yeah, is she's that a great. college crowd? They, um, we're not exactly sure because it's not just so like Seattle U is nestled around a bunch of uh, hospitals too. Right. So it's college crowd and it's like it's it's a mix of dog. They say they get a lot of stuff for like doctors and, okay. and nurses especially. Ah. So I was Nancy's I was thinking I mean like the room's not big enough for Nancy, but I was thinking maybe we could t- we could figure something out with Nancy. Yeah. Well, she's probably going to bring in her nurse show to Seattle anyway. Yeah. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I mean, it's just a moneymaker for her. Yeah. It's really a great deal. And and it's so funny. So, yeah, she's um, a powerhouse. Uh, Travis got to work with our buddy Nancy Norton in oh, Seattle before great. she came here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. So it was the first time I met her, and I spent four days with her. And that was some of the most fun I ever had. A she's so to be great. Around, yeah. And then her act is just inspiring. She's also so generous so with, energy. yeah, she's, yeah. she was, you know, we would be, we would have long drives. We'd have two, three hour drives and she'd be like, what are we going to work on for you today? Yeah. You know, and like, what do you want to work on? What do you want to talk out? And that was just so amazing yeah. to have somebody just be like, I'm here. 
we're going to talk about, we're going to, ha- we're going to get your act uh, further along. We'll just figure something out, which was so wow. cool. Yeah. God, that's yeah, I don't do that with you. Yeah. I tell you stories. <laughs> you say this doesn't work. Exactly <laughs> Fix <right>. it. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I want to work with her, and I'm like, you sound just like my wife. Um, <laughs> I want her to do that for me too. Uh-huh. I want her to do that for yeah. me too. Come on, Give some tips, man. No, it's uh, she's 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 a terrific um, mentor. She's it's, fantastic. It's just yeah. it's just it's who she is. She always was that way, even and, when she yeah. wasn't. The Nancy that we know now, because I've mm. known Nancy for 30 years. Yeah. Nice. I took her on her first road gig. Mm. And, you know, she she was all about the craft, but she was always about, what can I do for you? How can I help you? What can mm. I do? You know, this kind of person. Yeah, She's that right. kind of a... Yeah, it's it was... So it, it made her a great nurse. It's great. I mean, I heard, I've heard stories from comedians who have been doing it for a while. How, when they got started, how they used to drive headliners around. And I was nervous at the beginning, not not because of Nancy, but also because I knew this was going to be a four day thing that I don't know this person yet, right? Right. <laughs> so it's like, she drove me around the first time, right? And yeah. I mean, like, and I'm sure it was going to be fine with Nancy, but you know, there's a lot of anxiety that goes along no, with being like, I'm going to be in sure. a car with this person, and I, we got to get some, we got to do some shit. Oh, and, and there's a forty percent chance, yeah, it's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so gonna be, they're going to have something. But it was that, yeah, it was like one of the one of the best experiences right. I've had in comedy. That's so, great. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are very long drives yeah. when you do not like yeah. each other. I also just don't think that happens anymore. Like, I don't think there's a lot of... You know, what's that? Knock on wood. No, I mean, I just don't think there's a lot of comedians, a lot of opportunities for younger, or, or comedians with that experience to drive around headliners to get that. To no, get the that experience, are driving them because their kids don't have a car. I mean, that's probably could be that's true. Really true. That's <laughs> okay. true. Okay. I've talked about that. Oh, I mean, okay. We, we drove headliners. Yeah, we'd really? pick them up at the we, airport, take we, them down to Eugene. Oh, or whatever. we did everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We picked up their drugs. We had, I mean, seriously, there mm-hmm. was, you know, I, I had <laughs> drugs delivered to my apartment one time from a headliner uh-huh. who asked <laughs> oh, me for my address and I should never have given it. To <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know that kind uh, of thing, and yeah. uh, we did that. But when we got to that point, nobody had a car. Yeah. Nobody had <laughs> nobody had driven out of town. Nobody, yeah. yeah. So it was like, okay, well, I'll drive. But I've made it a I've made it a point. If you're in my car, you got to listen to what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it's. Um, I drive a Whitney Houston, a Whitney Houston, uh, a, a Whitney Brown. Oh, sweet Jesus! Who was the head writer for SNL for a few years, and he was a big guy down in the Bay Area. And John Fox called me and asked me to take him down to Springfield near Eugene. And he was so, found out later, so blasted on acid that on the trip back, we were coming to the Terwilliger Curbs, and he was just laying in the back, sprawled out. Didn't talk to me the whole Big way. Tall guy. <laughs> Big tall guy. And he sprawled out, and every corner we'd go around, he'd go, oh, oh. And I thought he was joking. And I come to find out he was just completely... Just shit balls to the wind, man. I am see that was, show. Did you with A Whitney? I am see oh, not oh, that, that not that show. show. No, no the, the one at, at one main place. Yeah, right, right. Mm. yeah, that was yeah, a regular I thing. I wouldn't drive him because he was so mean to me. So yeah, it wasn't c- quite a mentor situation. No, I'm just saying it's <laughs> it more, more of a, of a nurse f- situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reverse. Right. We take care of them because yeah. they can't. Right. I've told this story a million times, but yeah. my. Um, one of my first comics that I, I got to drive that I begged to work with was Paul Poundstone. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, we drove to Springfield. We did the same gig that he was talking yeah, about. We yeah. went to Springfield for Fox, and it was a big room. Yeah. And uh, we did this. It was like a Sunday night or a Monday night. It, it was, was a good show, yeah. It was a good show. But um, Paula was in her... She was so introverted at that time. Okay. She could only... She, she had to do coke to speak. Oh, wow. And, wow. I mean, she was just introverted. And... Um, she got in the Volkswagen and she laid down on the seat in the Volkswagen. You've ever been in the Volkswagen bug, you know, there's not much headroom back there. But yeah. she, she put her legs up on my ceiling. Huh. And I had Kurt Weldon, who was brilliant, uh, out of San Francisco at was the feature act. And he was in the front seat. We drove two in, two hours to Springfield and Paula spoke in song lyrics. The whole time we Ooh. would bring up a subject, and she would she would carry on a conversation in song lyrics without repeating herself. Weird. Once. Mm, yeah. It was. I was crying, laughing so hard I had to pull over twice because yeah. I was just. She's got I an amazing scared. brain. She, her, <sighs> her her brain was just like. I kept looking at, and Kurt was yeah. just his eyes were like this big. Oh man. And he would bring up another subject, and she would start conversing in song lyrics, <sighs> recognizable song lyrics. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it why she's so good on the wait, wait, don't tell me. Is that she's her brain worked. No. What, we're talking about all our experiences, guys. <laughs> people, some of the people you've never even heard of. I know you've heard uh, of Paula. Yeah, Pastor, I wrote, yeah. But some of the names. Who are the Who are the people that you've, uh, other than Nancy, that you've had time with like that that have really just had an impact on you? Kermit Apio is. Oh God, yeah, right. Um, he did the first real. He was the first real road gig that I did. We went down to Medford, and uh, had the weekend gig down there for Pat Wilson, mm -hmm, yeah. and and um. He was so generous with his time mm -hmm. and his, he, he spent, we spent, he spent a bunch of time just telling me writing techniques and things that I use, still mm -hmm. use and, uh, offering me suggestions. And I'll never forget that. That was yeah, amazing. Right. God, that's and then, wonderful. yeah. You and can't then pay for that kind of, no, knowledge. it's so great. And then, uh, obviously Susan, this, Jones. oh, you too. Oh no, Jones. You, you, this, this people provide different things. This Susan. Yeah. provides a kick in the ass when you need a kick in the ass. That's true. A very targeted kick in the ass, too. It's not just do better. It's you got to do better at this. Yeah. Right? right? Which is really helpful. Yeah. And Susan Jones. Susan Jones. And Susan yeah. Jones will sit there and ta and will she's throw around writer. tags with you for hours. She's That's a great. great writer. And she's such a great writer. Yeah. yeah. And um, she's also, I mean, I, I, I toured around with her a bit before COVID and she was so helpful in um, performance aspect. I'm not saying that I'm anywhere near where I want to be in a performance aspect, but she would give me so many t pointers. Like, if if it's a crowd with a low with a with a low number, a low number crowd that you know you gotta you gotta dial it back. You gotta mm -hmm. make it make it different. You can't yeah. you gotta change some things. And she would always give me those type of pointers, and that yeah. was amazing too. Um, I always, you know, I, I feel bad that I never give any advice to, to start comedians that are start. I always felt that um, it wasn't my place, that even if I was well-intended, that the advice I might be giving to someone would be advice how to do it like I would do it, mm -hmm. you know, and st like I'm imposing my kind of artistic I don't think bent. You would, I don't think you'd ever <coughs> approach it that way. I think you would say, yeah. you know, I really like this bit. That I just you do. never felt comfortable. I, I yeah. came up with a tag, you might be interested. I mean, those yeah, are the kind that, you know, yeah, right, that hey, kind of thing. here's a tag you might use or not. But yeah, oftentimes I feel like I'm just giving them advice how to do it like I would do it. Yeah. You know, instead of just letting them, like even my own son, who's doing great now, 
I was really careful to just kind of be hands off with his style because it's so much different than mine. I just I never felt like I could be the mentor type. Yeah, you know, um, you know, like everybody's different. Oh, I guess. Well, but I'm, yeah. just, I'm just ballsy. Last night that I stopped the opening, yeah. the first act last night, Kyle, because his mic kept dropping. His mic kept uh-huh. cutting out. Yeah. Because he was leaning it against uh, his chin. Oh yeah, yeah. And he has a big voice. Right. And it would cut out. The mic would just cut out. It'd be too much. And so I, I was, we were leaving. I, pour, I probably embarrassed uh, uh, Trav with me because I said, hey, Kyle, you know when you have that happen? You know, you, when your mic starts cutting out, it, it might not be the mic. Don't lean it against your chin. Bring it down. Just bring mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask. Yeah. He right. didn't say, uh, you know, he goes, he goes, yeah, it just kept cutting. I said, it cut, it cut out on yeah. you. It cut out on Amanda, too, because you guys were right on top of it. Just bring it down. Just bring it down. Yeah. He goes, I'm thinking, here I go. I didn't. He didn't ask, but here well, I am. I'm giving advice. Yeah. But you know, those kind of technique, yeah. that technique is tough. Yeah. I, it makes me crazy when I see it because they've got the talent. They just need to know the technique. Yeah, well, you know. But I, um, to provide a perspective from what Art is saying, mm-hmm. um, I think that it kind of depends on. I think if you offer advice to somebody, you'll get to see what kind of comedian they are. Mm. I think I had a discussion with Susan Susan Jones about this because I was like, I, I have a hard time asking. And it's not because I don't want to know. Yeah. It's because I don't want to, I don't want to, if I'm doing a show with a headliner, I don't want to be somebody who's bothering them with shit while they, if they got stuff that they're thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. They, if they got to prepare yeah. for the show, I don't be like, hey, how, what do you think about me doing this? And I have a really hard time asking people to watch me and mm. then and then give me critique too because yeah, that's like right. twi- that's like two times as much work. Right? I think you did ask me once. If, <laughs> so if I, I did. Could watch you. I did. I was yeah. right after I had a conversation with Susan yeah. Jones. She's like, you need to ask people. She's like, first of all, yeah. they're not yeah. going to offer it, you like do. you said, because it because they don't feel like it's their place. Also, right. she yeah. said a lot of comedians nowadays who are starting out think they have it all kind of figured out, and they don't want your advice. Oh, okay. They think they're like, I'm an artist. Yeah, right. And you're not yeah. telling me how to do it. Do you, sir. So, which is why I say that, like, <laughs> I think that it def- you'll see what kind of comedian they are if they're yeah. willing to t- listen and take your advice or not, or if they mm. just like, I don't want to. But observation is half yeah. of comedy. It is. It's half I totally, of comedy. I, I mean, I'm on your yeah. side here, but yeah. I just think that this is how it is. It's amazing. Yeah. No, I think yeah. you're right when you say you know, you know the level of professionalism that you're dealing with when when you ask somebody and they reject you. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I think you pick the right people. I think you're yeah, picking Kermit the right appeal. People. Gosh, it's if you're picking the right people, yeah. then you know you're going to get. You couldn't ask anyone stronger. And somebody just who's been in the business a long time, yeah. who, you know, it, it it it's kind of our job. It's it should be part of our job to say, this kid is this this guy is is serious about this. If there's anything I can do, I mean that's. You know, and he's asking me for advice. I don't know if I'll give him anything mm-hmm. that he can use, but I'll, I'm I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to help. Yeah. I mean, that's that should be just the norm. Yeah. But we all know that you know a lot of the scenes now are viper pits. So yeah, it you is. have to really pick mm-hmm. and choose who you ask. <coughs> a lot of the thing is there's a part of it too where you have to find a way, and it for a little while it took me a hard time to do it. It's find a way to um, tell people that might that I appreciate your. You what you have to say, but I don't think that that's quite for me. Sure, too. Right. There's that way yeah. too. Yeah, because you also don't want it to just because somebody gives you somebody who has more experience gives you this particular piece of advice doesn't work for you doesn't mean they won't give you something later. Right, that will work. Yeah, and so that's hard too. It's hard to be in that position mm-hmm. and and walk that line to to uh, to not well, offend them sure. so they won't. 
not shut them down so they won't they won't uh, offer you something that could help you later. Yeah, I yeah. got I offended a guy, the old pro Bob Hansen, <laughs> who was around during Sinatra times. He was doing comedy, okay. like, and uh, he had told me one time, "You need to wear a tux." <laughs> this is in like the 80s and i go well okay yeah, maybe it doesn't seem that doesn't really feel right for me and who i oh and then later i found out he's like that young son of a bitch he i gave perfectly good advice he thinks he's all that hot shit he doesn't need to listen i know what the you know he hated oh me God. from then on he never worked with me and then yeah i know i yeah. was like oh my god I don't think I'm gonna wear a tux. I'm gonna do any jokes about Frank Sinatra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Brat Pack. No, yeah, right. yeah. Anyway. anyway, well, this has been You're just right. a delight. Yeah, I've enjoyed it too. I really, I remember the last time it was really good, and I enjoy working with both of you and everything. And I was just telling Susan that I was so happy to work with you last last month. I think it was right. because every yeah. time I work with you, I see something that you do that I would like to do. Oh wow, that's the best compliment I could get. Which that's, is uh, yeah. I'm so excited every time I see it's you. Like, Half the time I don't know like, that you. I wish I could forget then, my I could, place. Yeah. I wish I could forget my place where I'm at in my set, too. <laughs> I wish I could go back no. and look at my notes see, while the microphone is on. He, he, he really means it. He's no, yeah, I do. I, that touches me. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to hear what that might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's the height thing first. Yeah, first of all, how does a guy that looks like that still... <laughs> anyway, we 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 are so happy that we were able to sit down and talk to you this morning, and um, we wish you the best. And we will expect a phone call uh, to uh, <laughs> get a booking. But uh, I'm going to enjoy watching you uh, rise uh, in the in the ranks of the comedy. You're you've got you've got a lot of potential, a lot of talent. So thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, so thanks. Uh, we're, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we're get we went a little long today, but. When you have a guest like this, why not? So, yeah. Um, have a great week. Uh, I'm Susan Rice. This and is Art Krug. And Travis Shear has been with us. Thank you for listening to Stop Me If I've Heard This. Yeah.